Hey everyone, this is Pam Ajumdar. Welcome to episode 22 of Better Late, the podcast about adult gymnastics. I took a lot of recreational gymnastics as a kid and as a teenager, but I was never able to find the gym trifecta where training can lead to progress. One that valued effort over youth, was affordable, and was geographically accessible. For 15 years, I thought about gymnastics almost every single day. I finally trained and competed for three years in my mid-20s, but I trained with preteens and my training wasn't built for someone like me, an athlete way past puberty with a full-time job. As I learned years later, there's a large community of adults who still, or for the first time, want to do gymnastics. There's a lot that needs to be fixed with the gymnastics culture, and I believe shattering the narrative of the tiny young prodigy and making training available for anyone outside that narrative is one way to start. Something I've realized is that my own gymnastics journey isn't done. As I produce this podcast, I'm figuring out what's next along the way. As adult gymnasts, we focus a lot on skills, getting skills back or getting a skill that's always been in the back of our minds. But sometimes we get in our own way because we pay more attention to the skills and progression than we do to the basic tenets of a strong foundation. Splits, handstands, strength, conditioning. Alex McInnes started Kazam Gymnastics with those foundations in mind. And yes, it is a facility, currently virtual, 100% catered to adults. I didn't think I could ever get excited about the idea of conditioning and working on the fundamentals, but I definitely am after talking to Alex and really understanding where those can lead. I hope you enjoy this episode. Alex, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. This is uh, really exciting. Yeah, I'm super excited to talk to you. When I first heard that your gym, Kazam Gymnastics, with such a focus on adults existed, I was fascinated jealous, excited, all of those positive emotions at the same time. So I'd love if you would just start off by, you know, talking about what is your own gymnastics background and journey? And then like, how did that lead you to starting Kazam? Right now I'm in Ottawa and uh, leading an adult gymnastics program. And I grew up in Prince Edward Island doing gymnastics since uh, a very young age. And ever since I can remember, I was an extremely just rambunctious, active, crazy kid that my parents could never keep still. So uh, eventually I saw some stuff on TV and I was like, dad, I want to do that. Dad took me to the gym and I started out in the, in the rec program and eventually uh, transitioned into the competitive. And so I've been doing gymnastics my, my entire life and it has been my entire life. Uh, everything revolves around gymnastics, it seems. And I competed for uh, many years. Uh, I went to national championships uh, here in Canada seven times uh, out of Prince Edward Island. And then after many years, I, you know, I eventually I kind of moved on for a few years and I became a youth worker. I moved to Ottawa and I was working with troubled youth and families and stuff here for a few years. And my fitness started to kind of deteriorate. I felt lost. And I think that many gymnasts kind of have that uh, sort of feeling or many, you know, uh, higher level athletes or even, you know, recreational athletes too. I felt lost and I was like, what? Do I, I don't know what to do with my, with my training. I was going to good life and I was doing some weight training and I was like kind of doing, I guess, body weight uh, or, or, or bodybuilding style training. And I was doing some squats and, and deadlifts and stuff like that, which was all good. And then that actually transferred into CrossFit. And I did CrossFit for several years. 
And then I started teaching CrossFit uh, gymnastics workshops slowly uh, um, to different CrossFit gyms. You know, I was training at a CrossFit gym here in Ottawa, and some of the members at the gym were asking me for tips and and on certain drills or asking me, how do I do that? And I, I started finding myself helping people. I was always a coach, uh, you know, growing up as well. So um, I always just enjoyed helping people and wanted to see people succeed. And I also uh, always saw the benefit of people learning to move uh, their bodies. And actually back in the day, I was teaching an unstructured uh, adult gymnastics program uh, in PEI. And I think uh, we can dive into what that means later in terms of like unstructured versus what I'm doing right now. But yeah, I kind of, uh, I just was fascinated with people learning to move and, and learning the skills of uh, their own body and gymnastics. So that's what led me into teaching CrossFit gymnastics uh, seminars across the province here in Ontario. I've actually been to California for a, a week-long training camp that I took. And then I, I taught a couple of workshops while I was there. So that was a really cool experience. And that was kind of what got me into realizing like, hey, maybe adults could learn gymnastics too, like the real deal gymnastics, the foundations and the positions and the skills of gymnastics, not just for like learning CrossFit gymnastics or like the skills that are required in that sport, maybe adults could actually learn to, to feel and to move like an actual gymnast. And CrossFit opened up many, many doors for me, realizing like, hey, if they can actually learn to do that on the rings or these people are learning to do handstands for the very first time and then realizing like they're actually limited in what they're doing as well because they're not learning the fundamentals. If I learn, if I taught them the fundamentals properly and safely with a little more progression, with a longer term program, then I wonder what the potential actually is. How far can we take this? So then I uh, opened up a gymnastics class at a gymnastics facility here in Ottawa. It was like a couple hours a week, uh, every Thursday night. And I used to invite some of the CrossFit uh, crew down to the gym to do some training with me. That kind of was the first uh, evolution of Kazam Gymnastics. I, I was posting tips and drills on Instagram probably six years ago, maybe seven years ago now. And uh, then eventually the program started to grow. And I was, uh, I was running structured adult gymnastics classes out of the Ottawa Gymnastics Center uh, here in, in Ottawa. And now we're here today. I have my own facility and the program is uh, growing. That's a fascinating story. And something I hear a lot is, of course, the transition from being a very active gymnast, whether high level or lower level, and not really being able to let the sport go is something that I think is very common among adults. And I don't know quite why that is. I think maybe because the way the sport has traditionally been structured when you start as a kid is that there are so many perceived limitations like, oh, you have to peak by this age or or if you're not trying to go to the Olympics or college, then then there's no point in learning the high level skills because what will you do with them? So I think that always leaves us with a lingering sense of what can I do with this love of the sport and the skills that I have later. And it sounds like you said that you were posting skills on Instagram and started up this first iteration of Kazam seven years ago. So it really sounds like 
you saw how skills that people were trying to learn within CrossFit could be translated into something that was much more gymnastics focused. And it sounds like you didn't really know, just like I didn't, how big of a community there is for adult gymnasts in the world. Yeah, I think that really exposed me to like the different potential of of the adult gymnastics world. And I started to explore that a little bit more. And then I actually went to the Ottawa Gymnastics Center back in the day. And I realized like, hey, there's actually like an adult gymnastics like community here that are training late at night on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays. And I started to kind of go there and train. And and uh, it was a lot of people that were just ex-gymnasts, mostly ex-gymnasts, I would say 99%. And it's just that was that like little community of, of people that were just that couldn't let go of the sport and were continuing to train and trying to do old skills that they did, you know, maybe a couple of years ago or even 20 years ago. And then you have people trying to do new things. And so that was my first exposure to the world of gymnastics um, or adult gymnastics. And, you know, so back to the, the conversation about people feeling uh, lost and or unmotivated or not being able to let go of the sport. I find a lot of gymnasts like don't know what else to do without gymnastics. Like gymnastics is the only thing. And I think, I honestly, I think a lot of that actually comes back to a, a few things. The, the, like the movement of gymnastics is, is addicting. Like it's very hard to find something that gives you that similar intensity and thrill of learning new skills and, and moving your body. Uh, it's, there's nothing else that, that exists. And it's, I, I, and at the same time, some gyms will actually take that foundation and that ability to move and transfer into and other things. So many gymnasts become CrossFitters or dabble into maybe more weightlifting. I've seen gymnasts go into jiu-jitsu or even other sort of martial arts sort of thing. And then I've also seen many gymnasts like really struggle with feeling just lost and confused or feeling broken and broken from just maybe not moving and then also broken from years of just wear and tear on the body and then what happens is we find ourselves back uh, often doing the same old thing so that's where I guess for me it's just uh, I've, I've been there and I've felt that and I still feel that and I still you know, I, I feel torn in different directions with my training and, and trying to do things that I used to do as a kid, but also there's this like new motivation to uh, learn new things and transfer some of this training as a kid to another, you know, realm of movement that can help me with my gymnastics. The gymnastics world is, is definitely growing. Uh, it's adult gymnastics is isn't a whole new uh, thing and I think it's always been around but nothing compared to what it is now and I think that social media has really uh, brought the potential to adults learning gymnastics so it's it's a it's a growing thing and more people are getting exposed to gymnastics through social media through CrossFit and more and more people are now learning handstands and doing cool things with their body than ever before uh, versus I remember 10 years ago doing handstands in a good life and getting a lot of weird looks so it's definitely come a full circle and it's amazing that's so funny that you would you got weird looks because I it was through a different like business learning 
platform, I was taking a skill on just how to get better at learning skills. And it was, it wasn't focused on athletic ability, but it was just like any skill. Like, how do you become a better learner? And the founder of the platform, like had put out a PDF and he had a list of all the things that you could learn in X amount of time. And a funny fact that I always remember is that learning a handstand is one of the top things that adults in general want to do. And the audience for this platform was just like business people. It wasn't necessarily former athletes. So I think part of maybe that those weird looks are probably like just astonishment and and jealousy. Cause I think there are a lot of people that really do want to learn it. And to your point about how social media has helped adult gymnastics, I think that's so true. I sometimes I'll be talking about the podcast, just mentioning it to to friends or acquaintances when they ask me like what I'm working on right now. And I'll mention it to people that I know or I assume have no gymnastics background, but they'll say things like, Oh, you know what? I'm I'm four foot whatever, and I always felt like I should do gymnastics, but I've never done any. Or, you know, adult gymnastics isn't just for people who it's kind of a, it's a weird thing in that it's something that exists that a lot of people don't even know could exist. They don't know that there's this skill that they've been seeing on TV and fascinated by, and they watch every four years of the Olympics and they think, and they maybe have a passing thought, Oh, it would have been nice to try that, but they don't even know that. And that excites me a lot that there's so much potential to reach people that would never have conceived of ever doing gymnastics. When I first heard about your gym, and I want to give a shout out to Becky Sage, former Better Late guest, because she was the one who mentioned Kazam and suggested that I reach out to you. And I was like, of of course, that sounds amazing. Maybe you can go into better detail, because from what I understand, when you and I spoke briefly, is that it's your audience is mainly adults, but it's not necessarily a gym for adults to learn gymnastics skills per se you go a little bit deeper from what i understand so that's the thing we are an adult gymnastics facility that's exactly what we do but most people's perception on what adult gymnastics is is skills most people's perception is backflip handstand swings or cool things cool tricks learning to do learning to fly essentially learning to jump, roll, flip, and do all of these crazy things that you see on TV. That's exactly what adult gymnastics is. But there's the strength training and the mobility and the basic movements and locomotions that are behind this uh, this sport. And those are the things that we take for granted as a gymnast. We learn them at a very young age and they stick with us for the rest of our life. That being said, we what I do is I, and I preach is help people relearn these basics and then continue to go back uh, to these basics, because those are the things that are the most important that are going to allow us to continue moving and, and training and learning new skills as a gymnast. So again, like we are an adult gymnastics facility, we really focus on teaching the fundamentals of gymnastics to non-gymnasts as well as ex-gymnasts. And those are the, so there's four pillars of, of Kazam gymnastics. We focus on movement, locomotions, and like body awareness or positioning. That would be one. And that looks like bear walks, crab walks, monkeys, ducks, frogs, inchworms, and lots of different variations of those. And those are the fundamentals that you would learn at the age of two, three, all the way up to maybe seven or eight. 
and and inchworms, you would still see uh, even at the highest level of gymnastics, the highest level uh, athletes in the world, uh, in the gymnastics world, are doing inchworms to improve their ability to swing or to move. So when you look at gymnastics as a whole, it starts with movement. It starts with locomotions. And those locomotions and movements start at a very young age, whether you're a gymnast or not. Kids are learning to crawl and they're learning to walk and they're learning to squat and eventually maybe duck walk or whatever, or play on the beam in the gymnastics gym and on the playground. So it starts with movement. And that is where everyone starts with the program. And it's just like reintroducing what does it mean to move? That's the first component. The second component would be mobility and stretching, the different components of stretch. And the stretch would break down into five different things. You have bridge, front split, middle split, pancake, pancake also maybe a pike sit in the same category, and then skin the cat. And the skin the cat would be like the opposite of a bridge. Uh, the bridge is the thoracic extension uh, and opening up the shoulders. And then the skin the cat would be doing a forward fold and then going into shoulder extension, hanging on a bar. And that's like the mobility component. And then having people learn how to enter some of these movements safely, properly, and to be honest, with a whole different mindset on uh, working and improving those exercises. Because when I was a kid, we just kind of push through them and just, you know, push harder or have someone push me into the stretches. And so that's a whole different world. And it's reintroducing that to the gymnast and the non-gymnast. The other two components would be handstands uh, and strength. So I always tell people um, the best gymnasts in the world have the best handstand. We are going to learn to do not just handstands. We're going to learn to do them safely, properly. And we're going to, I'm going to show you what your true potential is with handstands. If you want to do a one-arm handstand, a press-to-handstand, a stalled press-to-handstand, all of these are 100% potential, and it just goes back to movement. Movement is getting comfortable being on the hands again and strengthening the wrists and the, and the joints and the fingers and the elbows and the shoulders, and then transferring that to getting comfortable on the hands. So a lot of people struggling with handstands, well, maybe they're actually struggling with the bear walk and the crab walk because the wrists are not able to handle that load sort of thing. So the handstands is a, is a really big component that we focus on. We, we develop alignment and core strength and core stability more so, uh, body awareness, invert it. And a lot of the basic fundamentals of, of handstands and, and getting comfortable, you know, it's just simply understanding and moving through the shoulders, retraction, protraction, elevation, depression, and learning to do basic conversions. So getting onto, onto the head in a headstand or maybe on an elbow stand on, and some of these components would come from uh, the yoga world. And it's bringing that back to the, this concept of movement. And then the fourth component is strength and just really understanding and going through the basic components of body weight uh, strength training and talking a lot about uh, progressive loading. So, you know, if you can't do a push up, then how do we make it easier by uh, deloading the body so the push up is easier? Or maybe the push up is too uh, easy, or you want to work towards a handstand push up, then we are going to add more body weight. So that's a, that's a different concept for a lot of non gymnasts, um, understanding how to 
progressively load the body uh, with less or more weight versus in the gym, the machine is the weight, right? You're pulling the pen and making machine heavier or lighter, or maybe you're putting more weights uh, on and off the bar. Gymnastics world is, is all about mastering your body and, and being stronger for the skills that we wish to learn. You know, I guess I've really just kind of broken down the different components of gymnastics. And then I allow people to take all of these different things and, and piece them together and realize, okay, where, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What do I enjoy more? And what do I need to work more of? And then helping people find a balance within their training and then showing people the direction on how this actually transfers to the skills. And we will go into the skills, but we really encourage and reinforce the strength training and and the the basic components and so we really we're really just providing that sort of structure and foundation and i find that the gymnastics world adult gymnastics world even more so is is missing a lot of this structure like we go to the gym and we're either you know we feel like we're you know the the body is full of aches and pains but we kind of push through it and we're trying to either relearn or learn a new skill but like are we really learning or, or going anywhere or is it this something that just continues to keep us moving and keep us active and what happens is most people plateau and they limit their progress and eventually there's an injury waiting to happen around the corner and then what happens is there's a dip and a dive with our training we, we're unmotivated we take three weeks off or six weeks off or a couple of years off and then we're back at it again and i've seen that over and over with a lot of my friends you know at, at the gym and they go through this this kind of high and low and so i really believe that a lot of it's just from not having enough structure and uh, reinforcement on one what the body needs and two what the body enjoys to do as well we have to try and find that sort of balance Kazam Gymnastics is a gymnastics strength facility with uh, the skills on the side. We don't just focus on the skills. I really believe that you can do anything uh, with your body with the foundations built first. Well, I feel like I've learned so much just from everything you've gone over in the, in the four pillars. Because, for example, when you are li- naming the some of the fundamental skills or drills and you were naming the splits and um, the pancake, the bridge. The one thing I didn't anticipate was skin the cat because honestly, I've never known that there was actually a purpose. I just thought, oh, it's a, it's a fun thing. Maybe it just is to get you used to being on the bars because that's the only, that's the only time I remember doing that type of movement. And it really does highlight what I see as what you brought to my mind is the reason, for example, in my case, that I have hit those plateaus or I haven't quite pushed beyond maybe the baseline that I established years ago. And I think it is because I didn't really understand the building blocks that I would have needed to get a certain skill that was a little bit beyond my current level. And so, like you said, I, in my case, I did just, I have focused only on the skill and not on the strength and not the conditioning. And, you know, I think that's partly because when we, a lot of us do learn gymnastics for the first time, we're very young and we're not necessarily going to retain that information and our muscles just learn everything as we're being taught it. And then as adults, we, we go back and 
I think a lot of us in the adult gymnastics world are just happy to get time in the gym. So we want to make the most of it. And we don't know that the way to make the most of it is, as you've said, laying that foundation for the basics and just being really, really patient. I think it's, it's, it's a balance because it's hard to be for myself. I try on this podcast not to speak for more than myself because everybody has different experiences, but I, I can be very impatient and that has been a detriment because I've kind of just taken a few steps back and never really taken those steps forward because, you know, it's it, it's a mental component as well. One of the big reasons why I don't go back right now to training or conditioning, whether it's the right reason or not, is because I've, there are only so many times where I can personally go and, and deal with the demotivating feeling of this isn't going right. Like I'd rather start again when I know I what direction or what structure I need rather than just going back and feeling like, well, here I am again, back to square one, trying to learn a kip again for the first time. And it's frustrating. And I'm, and I mean, my attitude in finding the joy in it could certainly <laughs> obviously be benefited by being a little bit more optimistic, but I think the focus on the basics is, as you said, something that is missing in the adult gymnastics world, which to begin with doesn't have a lot of structure as it is. I'm I'm curious about the types of athletes and skill levels that come to your program and how they kind of react or how they do in in the type of format where it is very focused on the basics. Do you find that people with little gymnastics training find it easier to just focus on the, the basics than maybe somebody who's gone through a lot of the levels and they feel like they know gymnastics. So they should just be able to just focus on the skills because they already at least think that they know how to do it. Yeah. So this is a, this is a really good question. I think it honestly has to do with uh, your, your experiences and your mindset. And so there's struggles on both sides, whether you're a gymnast or not a gymnast. So the, the non-gymnasts sometimes don't understand like the, the gymnastics is a process. It's, it's a long journey and we're not, the expectation is not to go to the Olympics and maybe not even to compete. Like most realistically, most of us are not going to get into adult domestic competitions, but we can learn to do some form of, of skills. And this is a, is a process. It's so a lot of people are not used to that sort of like very structured training environment where you have a coach and have a program and the program cycles maybe every three months and you're learning something new for the entire three months. And then it cycles again. And you would do that maybe four times a year. And if you add it all up, if you do that four times a year for, for 14 years or however many years, then you're, then you're really getting somewhere you're making progress. And so we have to look at the long-term game versus the short-term game. So unless you're like a, unless you come from an athletic background, sometimes that's the challenging part is help having people realize like, Oh, there is benefit to doing uh, this breathing exercise or this uh, cat cow or stretching my shoulders before trying to do handstands. Right. If I'm, if you're, limited in the handstand then don't just keep doing handstands we have to we have to you know go through some of these basic movements and stretch the positions and increase your mobility first and then maybe go back or do it hand in hand um so that's always the struggle but 
how we get through that would be uh, inspiring the, those people and showing them the potential and a lot of its education and having them realize like me as a coach or the the program structure is no different than what you would get uh, in the actual gymnastics world uh, if anything i think or more structured on the basics and the strength because Kazam is is about helping people move better, feel better and, and train for life. And if you want to continue moving for the rest of your life, there's no time limit. So versus in the gymnastics world, there is a time limit. You have to, you have to peak by a certain age. You have to get these skills in as quick as you can before the age of 18, let's say, or, or 20 and, or otherwise there's your, your career is over. So it's a, it's a different mindset. The, the ex-gymnast, I find the challenging piece there is you, you kind of mentioned that like the skin, the cat and some of these fundamental movements um, that you, you never thought of or never occurred to you, maybe being a limiting factor on your skills. But I think part of that is uh, in, in the gymnastics world, um, a lot of the coaching is like, here's your program, here's what I want you to do, just kind of do it. But we're not always educating the kids, like the importance of certain things and why we're doing it and how it works. And if you do more of this or this, or less of this or this, then this is the result. So uh, as kids, we we learn things just by, by, by doing them. The body learns things by doing them. And we, as an adult, we expect that those things will just kind of naturally be there. And we forget about the importance of some of these basics, whether it's a bear walk or a wrist drill, or maybe just repositioning a hollow, a tucked hollow versus doing a full hollow and understanding the importance of that sort of process. Like we can't rush these progressions. If you want to get to, you know, four steps ahead, if we're stuck on the first step, well, then what is the, what's the limiting factor in the first step? Because you're not going to get to the, to the fifth step of this movement unless we figure out what is that limiting uh, piece where we're currently at. So it's there's a lot of education with the ex-gymnasts uh, coming back to the gym. And a lot of the things that, that we're helping them, ed- educating them on is uh, is just how to move and how to go back to the, those fundamentals, because th- these are some of the things that I've also struggled with and realized like, oh my God, like my posture has been this bad my entire life. And oh, maybe that's why I wasn't able to do uh, gymnastics bridges and why I avoided them for many years. It's because my hips, my quads and my core and my chest muscles are tight and I'm not working on my overhead range. And if I break all of these things down and then go back to my bridge, then my bridge gets better. And then these aha moments start to start to click. And it's like, oh, if I work on my bridge and improve my bridge, then my back handspring gets better or my back walkover. And that's why I'm struggling to get my back walkovers because my bridge sucks. And the reason why I don't like doing my bridge is because it hurts my back. Well, it hurts my back because my hips are tight. So it's just connecting the dots for the uh, ex-gymnasts as well as the non-gymnasts. And just everyone's in the same boat and everyone uh, starts in the, at the same, the same spot. And it's, it's inspiring people to realize there is a, there is a bigger potential for you and there's no rush to learning to do skills as an adult. And if you're struggling with a certain skill, then let's identify the weak links. Is it awareness and technique or is it the strength? Are we actually lacking the core strength and the pull strength to do the, the kip or the chin up pullover? 
okay, let's go and work on our pull strength and our, and our core strength. And then maybe we'll come back to it in a week or even a month and then we'll retest it. And then does it improve in six months, right? And just helping people break down a lot of these movements. And again, I think the gymnastics world as well is repetition, repetition, try it again, try it again. Like, oh yeah, just try it again. You almost had it, but like, why are we continuing to try certain things again over and over and over and just kind of pounding the body through a certain skill that maybe we need to just go back and do a, a previous progression. And that's, what's really exciting is the, the gymnastics world uh, is really going uh, in a different direction. We're, we're really breaking things down a lot more. There's a lot more drills for, for skills now more than ever. And I think a big part of it is, is, uh, is social media. So and we're realizing also the importance of, of strength training from other sports. And if I work on my squat strength and get under the kettlebell or the barbell, then maybe that'll make my legs stronger. And if my legs are stronger, then maybe I will have more power when I'm, when I'm tumbling, or maybe my posture will be better, right? So a big part of Kazam is just uh, helping people move better and feel better through gymnastics training. And then skills is kind of like the the result right versus going to the gym only to do skills that'll only take you so far what you were just talking about reminded me of something that i and i think other x or currently not trained or just whatever we'll say former gymnasts have dealt with and you may have already answered it but because you consider so much of not just the physical but the mental aspect have you seen gymnasts come in and they've had mental blocks on certain skills that actually ended up being the result of more of a physical limitation. And then once they worked on that, the mental aspect kind of took care of itself. Cause I'm, I'm really curious about how, I mean, yeah, 100%. I, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of people come in mentally prepared to do certain things and the body says, no, uh, uh-uh, we're, we can't do this right now. Like I got maybe stretching to do or, my core is limited or like, Oh my God, I used to do uh, five gymnastics kips in a row or cast a handstand. And I'm afraid of that now. So, um, but, or, or maybe the, would the opposite of that would be I'm mentally like, I, I think I can do this. I want to do this. I'm trying to do this, but my body isn't allowing me to. So there's both sides. There's a lot of gymnasts that are coming back that are, that, that, whether body is actually stronger than they, than they realize, or, or still in that preparation uh, mode where they can do a lot of things, but there's a lot of retraining the brain. And then the other side would be a gymnast uh, needing to really just go back and, and physically prepare uh, the body. So that's kind of where there is benefits of both worlds of starting over and just, uh, and not just starting over, continuing to always uh, do the basics. Uh, as I mentioned with the handstand, the best gymnasts in the world do better handstands and the best gymnasts in the world do the basics better, right? So it's just always going back to those basics to train the body and to physically prepare the joints and the muscles and the ranges of motion and the brain. I, I want to ask you now about the business model of Kazam, not necessarily like the financial aspects and that type of thing, 
but yeah, we're hurting right now. <laughs> the pandemic yeah. is not is not uh, in our favor, but yeah. yeah. But <laughs> building something, yeah. I mean, I guess pandemic aside, we could certainly get to that. And I think you know, I think we all understand that that unfortunately has had an effect. But even before the pandemic, I would just say that I think what you're building is it's so admirable, admirable that you are building something, you're creating something for an activity that isn't even necessarily seen as, as mainstream. And you mentioned doing handstands at the regular non-gymnastics gym and getting weird looks. And a lot of people will just think they won't even understand. That's why you have to say adult before gymnastics when you're talking about it. If you're older than 18, because otherwise people are like, what, what are you talking about? Are you a coach? Mm-hmm. So how, how have you managed to build a business around something that is so very niche? What have been the biggest challenges in marketing the business? Um, because I assume you don't want to necessarily rely. You want to get not just the former gymnast, but you want to get the people that, like we were mentioning earlier, would definitely give Kazam a try if they knew something like this existed. It's kind of like you're, you're creating something that that most people can't conceive of until they see it. But then how do they see it? So I guess let me just restate my question. Like, What, are, what have been the biggest challenges of building this business and marketing it? And how have you navigated it? So the, the vision for Kazam is to normalize uh, gymnastics training for adults, which is completely out of the blue for most people, right? Most people can go to the gym and call themselves a rock climber or a hockey player or a martial artist. But how many people can go to the gym uh, at the adult age and say, oh, I'm, I'm a gymnast, unless you did gymnastics as a, as a kid. But even for the ex-gymnast, providing them that sort of training environment that allows them to continue moving. And so um yeah there's a there's a lot of hurdles it's it's educating the 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 non-gen or the ex-gymnasts to to come back and realize that there is a training program for them um and showing them that we're we we care about the way you move and the way you feel and we can relate and most gymnasts are in some form of aches and pains or lacking with you know, the direction that they want to take in their gym. So it's providing that sort of solution for them. Um, and then the ex, uh, the non-gymnast is just kind of the hardest thing sometimes is to get them in the door. Um, once you get them in the door, you show them that like, like, what does it mean to move? Well, movement starts with touching your toes and getting on the ground and, and rolling around and learning to jump and learning to walk and crawl and doing some of these basic movements that you would have your toddlers uh, do at home. That is gymnastics. And so once people realize like what gymnastics really is, it's more than what you see on TV and it's more than the skills. It's learning to touch your toes again and do crab walks and, and bear walks. And those things transfer to the handstands and showing them that you can get strong like a gymnast to some degree. You might not do an iron cross in the rings, but we can do support holds and muscle ups on the ring. So it's just like instilling people with the possibilities um, of moving their bodies and doing that 
by inspiring them and showing them like, Hey, this is what some of our coaches are doing. And some of our coaches aren't gymnasts, which is incredible. They're the non-gymnastics coaches are teaching the ex-gymnasts how to move. <laughs> and then the members, we have members that are doing incredible things with their bodies. I have a 46 year old that's doing giants on the high bar for, for the first time started with the cheaters and then bought himself a pair of grips. And now he's doing them on the full bar and not many people are going to take it to that extreme, but we have many people that are improving their mobility and just, and, and, you know, speak the good word about like, Oh, I feel better and I move better and I feel more confident and in control in my body. And then we have, you know, people doing handstands and, learning to truly do amazing things with their body that they never thought were possible. So a big thing is, is word of mouth because most people are not uh, hearing about it or thinking about it or seeing it's possible. And as I mentioned previously, that social media is really exposing us to realizing like, Hey, maybe there is, you know, an opportunity for me to learn a handstand or because everyone is learning to do splits now and learning all of this different mobility stuff. So a lot of it comes back to basic movement. Basic movement is gymnastics. Movement is gymnastics. And that comes back from uh, yoga. And, and so it's all tied in and it's just that educative piece that realizes that it's never too late to be awesome. And that's what our, our motto is all about is helping people move better and and feel better and learn to be awesome. Yeah, I love that. And you're and you're so right that it is those simpler movements such as the split or or even the handstand that draw people in into this world <laughs> for the first time because that's really what they need. If if the average person who's never tried gymnastics on their own sees a viral video of somebody doing a round up a handspring at like 40, I think there was, uh, there was a viral video last year. That's cool. And it'll get their attention, but that's really still a little too advanced for them. They'll just think it's cool. It's a viral. That's the reason it went viral because it was unexpected, but that's not necessarily going to be enough unless maybe they click on that person's page and sees them talk about learning splits for the first time. Or so it really is about expanding the story beyond these bucket list type tricks. And I'm guilty of that too. I mean, I, everybody, I feel like has their like bucket list of skills they want to attain. We all are. <laughs> <laughs> we can look beyond that and, and really focus on, and something that I've really come to find in the last few years is appreciating and nurturing my body's ability to just do functional movements without pain. <laughs> because when I did no longer have the motivation to continue hitting a wall in terms of the skills I wanted to attain. And I stopped. It was, I feel like that's, I thought for a long time I had overuse injuries, but it was more like underuse injuries. I'm just not moving at all. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's fascinating. And I would love to try out some of the online classes. Speaking of my next question is I do want to ask, we are unfortunately still in the pandemic, but I know that Kazam has pivoted and taken a lot of things online. So what are some of the things that you offer that people listening who would be interested can try out? Like what would be a typical current Kazam members like week look like if like they, if somebody was just like taking as many classes as they could, like, what do you, what do you offer right now? 
Awesome. So right now we have a virtual studio. The pandemic has really allowed us to explore this online world. And the great thing is, is we don't plan on going anywhere with this, with the online, like we want to see it continue and we want to help reach more people um, that want to learn gymnastics virtually. There's a couple of things, the virtual studio membership that we have, there are live classes where you can attend with myself or another coach. And some of those classes are going through some of those, again, the basic fundamentals. There is handstand, different levels of handstand classes. There's strength, gymnastic strength classes. Um, there's core conditioning and then mobility and stretch. And so every month we have a bit of a focus for each one of those classes. So right now in handstands, for example, we're really working on a lot of wall work and we're trying to get off of the wall uh, slowly and learning how to balance, but we're also learning to uh, condition and give the wrists a little more strength endurance by spending more time on the wall in the handstand. Uh, in strength class right now, we're doing a lot of overhead pressing strength and doing headstands and headstand uh, uh, presses, uh, you know, the headstand where you straddle your legs up and lift them into handstand, a lot of things like that, um, shoulder stands. And so that's kind of like the live class where the coaches will uh, check in with the members and like provide feedback. And then we have you know, you, you really feel the energy when you're in those classes together because um, it, it also holds you accountable to show up to a certain time every day where there's that like online community feel. And a lot of our classes are actually filmed. So we have a virtual, the virtual library. So if you can't attend a certain class uh, or a certain time, or if you want to work at your own pace, um, many of our members follow the virtual library in addition to the live classes. And the great thing there is you can pause the video, take a break, grab some water or have a nap or whatever you feel you need to do uh, during, during that class. And so the great thing is you can kind of, you can track your progress. You can focus on uh, certain movements. If you need a little more core strength than offered live, then you can follow uh, the virtual library. And we also have uh, some instructional videos and stuff uh, on the on the library to learn certain skills and to to learn you know different movements. If you want to improve your split or limiting on the handstand or maybe the press the handstand, there's a lot of really good stuff um, there as well. And we're just trying to continue building this online community. And the great thing is, is this has provided our own members with structure during the virtual and. Many are, are, you know, they're thriving. Uh, the ones that are able to bring themselves to the virtual studio and like stick to it and stay uh, committed, they're thriving during this time and they're really benefiting. And the pandemic has really allowed us to continue moving and, and focus even more on those basic fundamentals that we all need uh, versus going to the gym. It's, it's not always as fun to go back and do some of those basics when you have this huge environment where it's like a, you know, playground. So, and then there's, you know, we, we try and make it as fun as possible as well. I'm not sure if I <laughs> mentioned a lot about that. It's not all about basic, basic, basics and some, and boring drills, but um, there is a fun side of it. We, we really want uh, adults to enjoy their fitness, right? Most people are going to the gym nowadays because they have to, and they're dragging themselves there and they go really hard for three weeks. And then it's just like, I'm done with this, you know? And we want to really help people just bring the fun back to uh, their fitness at any age.
And we, again, some of those members that are doing the virtual program from different areas uh, in Ottawa and around the world, they're at all different levels. You have 60-year-olds that are doing our mobility class. All of that sounds great. And I feel like it's even more essential during this time when we're all still sort of stuck at home, because I think it's just, at least for me, really highlighted the importance of, okay, I mean, there will be times in life when you just, we're all collectively feeling like how much stress can one, how much stress and change, lack of momentum in our lives, which can lead to stress, you know, can we take? So it really has for myself, and I think a lot of other people that I've talked to really emphasize the importance of taking care of ourselves. And that's, I think, what it all comes down to. You have to have that baseline of taking care of yourself, eating well, moving well, thinking well, and living well. And it sounds like everything Kazam is offering is just the perfect foundation for, you know, what to do what we all in this community love, which is gymnastics. So Alex, thank you so much for joining me. Where can people find you online? I am going to link everywhere, everywhere that you are. I know you're on Instagram and you have a website. Are you on any of the other social media channels? Yeah. So we have an, a YouTube channel where we posting some instructional videos and follow along our teens. And that's uh, just Kazam Gymnastics, uh, Instagram Kazam Gymnastics and kazamgymnastics.com is the, is the website. You can also find me personally on my uh, Instagram page. It's called coach Kazam. And that's where I post silly ridiculous stuff and sometimes me training so i look forward to connecting with more people and i i really appreciate you having me on uh pan and hopefully i'll see you in the in the virtual class virtual and someday <laughs> like hopefully i'd love to just visit as many adult training centers as possible so we'll keep our fingers crossed i mean i don't know i don't know when but whenever that's possible but Thanks again for joining me. My pleasure. I will chat with you soon. Thank you again, Pam. Everywhere you can follow Alex and Kazam Gymnastics is in the show notes. Thanks for listening to this episode of Better Late. If you like this episode, please subscribe and leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It really does help. If you have guest or episode suggestions, send an email to betterlatepod, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-L-A-T-E-P-O-D, at gmail.com.